at some point, all of my little panties evaporated and now all of these big panties took its place and I'm really kind of annoyed because if you've been following me on Twitter, you know I received a major wink from an organization that I just, let's just say if God blesses me with this and I feel like it could be mine, but I'm not sure. But if God blesses me with this, it will change everything for me. And with that said, I need the right gear and it includes the right panties. But I don't want to really go too far off because while this is relevant, it's also irrelevant. So let me get to the point. My best friends have been sending me so many letters and I can't respond to all of them because at last count, it was well over 180, I believe. And I feel you guys. So what I'm going to be doing is pulling specific ones and by Pacific, I mean specific ones. And I want to give you my attention so you know I see you. So this letter goes as such. Dear Toy, I have a situation. I love situations, by the way. I'm very mad, so I'm sorry if this comes across messy. I got a friend. She's the only person I know from elementary and is very selfish. Ew, I don't like selfish people, but let me continue. She didn't even let me use her Wi-Fi password at her house, claiming it makes the network slower. She never let me have it. I was irritated. She's pretty and uses her looks as bait. She's also fun when drunk and that's the only reason I can tolerate her. Newsflash. I love a girl who likes her wine and a dance floor, but that's just me. Let me go back to the letter. Anyway, she's not a people person. Most of the people she knows are my friends. So when she asked me to host her party, at her house, I did. Her mother and father came, but everybody else knew me, including my husband, which was the first time she met him. I don't really let my friends meet my husband unless I really like them, so I consider this time special. The moment we arrived, he charged his phone and went to grab stuff from our truck. He got a text message, and since we share each other's phones sometimes, I decided to check it. What I noticed immediately was that his number was connected to her Wi-Fi, the same Wi-Fi she wouldn't give me. I didn't want to ruin her party, but spent my entire time feeling sick. The next day, I asked him, did he ever go over her house? He told me he not trying to hear all that shit. I asked her and she said to talk to him. Can you help me, best friend in the handbag, please? The way I envision my podcast going is slightly different than the regular Dear Abby's. But I want to talk specifically to that person. So... BFF, if you are out there listening, and I know you are, tell her to listen to this podcast because now I'm speaking to her. Vonda, you foul. Nothing good will ever happen to you. You don't take a friend's loyalty and love and use it in such a greasy, grimy way. You think just because you are feeling good when this man is in your bed that that gives you the right to unleash pain and hurt on your friend let me tell you something Vonda even if they divorce 
he will never be loyal to you. He's the kind of man that likes a little excitement, and so he goes to her friend. And the fact that you gave him that ladder, that pathway, speaks more about you than my BFF. A good friend is more precious than a husband sometimes because they take the journey in life with you. No matter what, you have to deal with the fact that you lost a good one. You can't go and do these kind of things in life and not expect karma, and she's real, to not revisit you at some point in your life. As a matter of fact, I can see how it all plays down for you, Vonda. Allow me. What's going to happen is this. You're going to meet somebody, and it's going to be somebody else. It's not going to be my BFF's husband because he's a dog, and dogs deserve to be in a kennel but not before going through deep, excruciating, vile, mental pain. You're going to get over him because he was never that cute to begin with, but you will direct your efforts to social media. And because social media is the 14th Avenue of whores, you will pick up somebody and they will let you believe that they will love you from here until eternity. And you will buy into the dream because you want it so bad. Obviously you do. Why else would you fuck your best friend's husband? And when you guys are settled and you walk down that aisle with rose petals in white coursing down the lane leading to your preacher and you say your vows that you've written with all of your heart and that you express to each other in front of everybody and when you put that ring on your finger and he does his, and you are happy and excited and go to the dance floor only to find out your husband is gone because he's fucking your bridesmaid, only then will you have one iota of the pain your friend went through when you betrayed her. Okay, I'm a writer. I'm not big on judgments, but I'm huge on lessons. In fact, I can't recall all of the things I did in my younger year, and I'm sure I probably hurt a whole bunch of people. The purpose of this podcast, however, is to reach you where you are right now. So, Vonda, what can you do? You can first apologize. But you have to understand the importance of apologies. So many people believe that when I give you an apology, all is forgotten. No, the apology is for you, her, and your soul. You are telling her sincerely, I am sorry for hurting you. And not only to prove that I'm not going to deal with this dude anymore. Whether she wants him or not, I am moving on. I'm sorry for this pain I caused you. I wish I could take it back. And if you ever want to talk about it, I'm here. Disclosure. Some believe when I apologize that I'm done, I don't owe you anything, we're over. And in some cases that's true, but don't expect for the friendship, Vonda, to return to normal. You have done the ultimate. You have betrayed my BFF in ways that cannot be explained through words, and I'm a writer. It does not relinquish the fact that you still have to do your due diligence. You have to come to her on bended knee and apologize, and you have to get that man out of your bed for good. You need to do that for yourself and for her, because trust me, 
nothing good will come of it. Your mind will not allow you the peace to be in love. Love requires a peace of mind, a peace of self. And you can't have that when you realize that I took this man or assisted in the taking because I believe what's yours can't be taken. But I facilitated the process in my friend's divorce because I wanted something that in a sense, in some ways, belonged to her. Vonda, I'm done with you, baby. You can hang up. Now I want to talk to my BFF. Listen, let them both go. Do it slow at first. Anything that major can be jolting to the system. Take care of your affairs. Separate bank accounts. Or if you can't do that, tuck a little something to the side. Get your body and mind together. You'll need it for the next journey. Stay prayed up, best friend. It hurts, but coming from someone who was divorced, I know things get better. Continue to laugh. Continue to do all of those things that you love. And if you forgot about those things, revisit them now. I know sometimes when we get in relationships, we break up or separate from those friends who were supportive in the beginning. If they're good friends, when you're going through this part in your life, they will return and accept you with open arms. But if they don't, don't worry, because God always puts the right people in our lives at the right time. The people who I connected with back in the day, it's just different right now. And I didn't need those same people. I needed newer people, stronger people to help me through the way, the next way. I care about you and your heart. Know that you will be okay. And to my other BFFs, please continue to send me letters. I'm sifting through those that I think are universal to a lot of people. I love you guys. Let me get back to work. I will talk to you soon. This is your BFF in a handbag, T-Styles. I'm out.